98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines. Hong Kong records its fourth death from the novel coronavirus. An overnight meltdown on Wall Street infects Asia, with Hong Kong losing 7% at the open. And a top microbiologist warns it's no longer possible to eliminate COVID-19 and it's here for the long haul. A fourth person has died in Hong Kong after catching the new coronavirus. The 80-year-old man had been diagnosed just over a fortnight ago. Wendy Wong has details. The elderly man who was being cared for in Eastern Hospital already had health problems before he came down with the virus. He lived in the same building in North Point that houses a Buddhist temple linked to a cluster of more than a dozen COVID-19 cases, with worshippers and their relatives among those infected. His wife, who has also caught the virus, had been a daily visitor to the temple. The previous fatalities linked to the virus in Hong Kong involved a 39-year-old man who had visited Wuhan in January, a 70-year-old man believed to have been infected locally, and a 76-year-old woman who is also believed to have caught the virus while in Hong Kong. The number of confirmed infections in the SAR has now topped 130. Around 60% of the patients have been discharged from hospital. Sources have told RTHK that a 17-month-old boy whose parents were diagnosed with COVID-19 this week has also come down with the virus. If the infection is confirmed, it will make the toddler Hong Kong's youngest coronavirus patient by far. Tom McAlinden has more. Health officials had said yesterday that the boy was suffering from a runny nose and was being tested for coronavirus in Princess Margaret Hospital. Now sources say a preliminary result has come back positive. The toddler and his parents had recently travelled on a Cathay Pacific flight from London to Hong Kong, along with two other people since confirmed to have COVID-19. But the Centre for Health Protection has played down the risk of the virus to the boy's health. Same reports from overseas suggest symptoms among young children can remain relatively mild. The only child in the SAR confirmed to have caught COVID-19 so far is a 16-year-old boy who'd been on the virus-riddled Diamond Princess cruise ship. The teenager was confirmed to be infected on February the 26th and has since left hospital. The Hang Seng Index was down more than 7% at the open as the overnight sell-off on Wall Street in Europe spooled over into Asian trade amid fears about the impact of COVID-19 on the global economy. Francis Lun, chief executive of Geo Securities, described it as Black Friday. He spoke to Richard Pine once-in-a-decade financial crisis because the coronavirus basically activities, normal activities stopped. Uh, like China had a lockdown and then only recently relaxed a little bit. And Italy had a total lockdown and then Donald Trump literally cut Europe off from America. So I think more of this will come and the lockdown will really hurt consumer spending. And consumption accounts for 70% of the economy. Airlines, the retailers, the hotels will need rescue. There will be a raft of bankruptcies. Uh, last night, even liquidity dried up. Even the cryptocurrencies fell sharply. So there is no safe haven except cash. So I think in the rush to cash out, the market crashed. A top microbiologist says it's no longer possible to eliminate the COVID-19 coronavirus and it's here for the long haul. Malak Paris, the chair in virology at the University of Hong Kong, was speaking one day after the World Health Organization declared the global outbreak a pandemic. Professor Paris said people needed to keep their guard up and that international travel was a risk. He said viruses don't carry passports, but they still cross borders. If you are ill, even if you feel you have a mild cold, stay at 
international travel, it is not sensible because, as we can see, Hong Kong had imported cases from India, from Egypt. Neither of those places have large numbers of reported cases. But clearly, it looks that travel anywhere is now potentially a risk. So I think these changes and also avoiding large gatherings as far as one can, crowded places. So these changes should be long term. A foreign ministry spokesman has suggested that the U.S. Army brought the deadly coronavirus into China without providing any evidence for his claim. Zhao Lijian made the assertion on Twitter, echoing similar conspiracy theories proliferating on Chinese social media that blame the U.S. for the pandemic. In his tweet, Mr. Zhao posted a video of a U.S. health official testifying before Congress that some Americans who were believed to have died from the flu were posthumously diagnosed with COVID-19. China reported just eight new cases and five more infections. Portugal and Belgium have become the latest European countries to close schools to counter the spread of COVID-19. France, where the virus has killed more than 60 people, is closing all its schools, universities and kindergartens from Monday. In Italy, the number of dead has risen above 1,000. But Italy's foreign minister said nationwide lockdowns were working. The German Chancellor Angela Merkel said there were huge challenges ahead. We're in an extraordinary situation in every sense. I would say more extraordinary than the banking crisis because we're dealing with a health problem, a health challenge for which scientists and doctors don't have an answer yet. Our job now is to first save lives as best as we can and second to keep the economy going. Both tasks are challenging and we want to master them. Meanwhile, the Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's wife has tested positive for the new coronavirus. In Britain, the, the Prime Minister Boris Johnson called the coronavirus pandemic the worst health crisis in a generation. He warned the public not to underestimate the severity of the outbreak. We've done what can be done to contain this disease and this has brought us valuable time. But it's now a global pandemic and the number of cases will rise sharply indeed the true number of cases is higher perhaps much higher than the number of cases we have so far confirmed with tests and i've got to be clear we've all got to be clear this is the worst public health crisis for a generation and italy's foreign minister luigi di mao said the nationwide lockdowns are having an impact he said no new cases have been reported in 10 towns in northern italy where the stringent restrictions were first imposed two weeks ago I can tell other countries in the world that there is a way to defeat this virus. On this, Italy is available to share all the information needed. The model that is working is that of the red zones that we created in the first 10 towns in Lombardy. Two weeks since they went into lockdown, they have zero infection rates. Then we extended those rules to the whole of Italy. Civic Party lawmaker Kwok Kaki says the government should consider mandatory quarantines for those who fly into the SAR from Europe as the number of coronavirus cases on the continent continues to rise. Apart from very few countries in Europe and also in North America, most of these countries already had the local transmission. That means we need to impose a mandatory quarantine to all those countries, passengers or even local residents coming from those countries in order to prevent the further spread of the disease in the community. 
Dr. Kwok also says he's worried that people from Wuhan could easily enter Hong Kong at the end of this month using a loophole. Currently, non-Hong Kong residents who visited Hubei province in the last 14 days are barred from entering the SAR. But Dr. Kwok says he's found tickets online for flights out of Wuhan at the end of March to different parts of the mainland. And since three of Hong Kong's border points remain open, people from the virus-stricken city may still be able to enter the SAR. The Brazilian president, Jair Bolsonaro, says he's been tested for coronavirus and is waiting for the results. He wore a surgical mask as he appeared in an online broadcast alongside his doctor. Earlier, his communications secretary, Fabio Wienegarten, tested positive for the virus. The government official met President Trump in Florida on Saturday, posing for a picture shoulder-to-shoulder with him and Vice President Mike Pence. Mr Trump told reporters he wasn't worried about the risk of contagion. We had dinner together and... Florida and uh, at Mar-a-Lago with the entire delegation. Uh, I don't know if the press aide was there. If he was there, he was there. We did nothing very unusual. Let's put it this way. I'm not concerned. Earlier, the top U.S. official dealing with infectious diseases, Anthony Fauci, told a congressional hearing in Washington that the American system for coronavirus testing is inadequate and worse than that of other countries. In other news, dozens of people have demonstrated outside RTHK this morning protesting against the broadcaster's satirical show, TV show Headliner, which recently aired two episodes mocking the police force. Chanting slogans, protesters accused the programme of being biased and of discrediting the police and spreading hatred and terror. One of the protesters, called Kay, says the programme should try to be more mature and provide accurate information to the public. We come here to protest because this TV channel yeah, keep making fake news. And also the actors in this TV program kind of discrimination police force and making funny jokes and stuff like that. It's so childish. And they should think they're adults. They should teach the people how to love each other. This is a TV program of government. We sponsors them. They use our money, right? Meanwhile, several members of RTHK's program staff union handed a petition to its board of advisers complaining about its plans to investigate complaints against Headliner. Police Commissioner Chris Tang complained about two recent episodes mocking the police force. Union Chair Gladys Chu says their main concern is a proposal by the board chairman to set up a three-member working group to look into complaints. She says it's not their job. I have to stress that complaint handling is not the scope of work of the Board of Advisors. They only listen to reports of the complaints and give uh, advice when they see fit. So they do not have the power to uh, actually overhear or participate in a hearing of complaints whatsoever. Financial markets now. Currencies. The US dollar is trading at 105.09 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 12 cents. The pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 75 cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 23,495. That's 813 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $98 billion. And now with the sports, here's Atom Chung. The coronavirus pandemic continues to affect sports around the world. In the UK, the English Premier League is holding an emergency meeting today to discuss future football fixtures. Arsenal's match at Brighton was put on hold after the Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta tested positive for COVID-19. 
The Gunners responded by closing the club's training ground. A short time after Arteta's positive test was announced, another London club, Chelsea, confirmed that Callum Hudson-Odoi was diagnosed with the virus. The 19-year-old midfielder became the first Premier League player to test positive for COVID-19. Chelsea players have since been ordered to self-isolate. Meanwhile, Spain's top football league, La Liga, has been suspended for at least the next two rounds of matches as a result of the Real Madrid squad going into quarantine. Spanish football journalist Guillaume Belegay explains. Real Madrid have decided to quarantine the whole of the club uh, because they found that one basketball player is positive for uh, coronavirus. He trains in Valdebebas, is the training ground of Real Madrid, mixes the basketball players with the football players of all ages in communal areas. So Real Madrid have decided to quarantine the team. That's for a minimum of 15 days. They've all been sent home. Real Madrid were due to play Manchester City in the Champions League on Tuesday, but that game has been postponed. The second leg match between Juventus and Lyon is also off. Domestic leagues in Portugal, Denmark and the Netherlands have also been suspended. UEFA will meet on Tuesday to discuss their response to the outbreak, with the possibility that the Euro 2020 Championship could be pushed back to 2021. In the Europa League, with the exception of Sevilla versus Roma and Inter versus Hatafe, the last 16 first leg matches from last night all went ahead as scheduled. Manchester United were in Austria where they won 5-0 against Linzer Lask. Wolverhampton Wanderers came from behind to draw one all against Olympiakos in Athens. Bayer Leverkusen were 3-1 winners at Glasgow Rangers. In golf, the PGA Tour has decided to scrap the rest of the Players' Championship in Florida. The Tour is also shutting down its other golf tournaments for the next three weeks. In Formula One, the season-opening Australian Grand Prix in Melbourne has been postponed. The move comes after the McLaren team pulled out of this weekend's race following a positive COVID-19 diagnosis in one of their members. And as you look at sports... And to end the news, the top stories once again. Hong Kong records its fourth death from the novel coronavirus. The overnight meltdown on Wall Street infects Asia, with Hong Kong losing 7% at the open amid fears about the virus's effect on the global economy. And a top microbiologist warns that it's no longer possible to eliminate COVID-19 and it's here for the long haul. The news from RTHK.
And welcome to the one two three show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday afternoon. Yikes! Friday the thirteenth is uh, today's date. Many thanks uh, to Phil for the morning brew, and also happy World Sleep Day to you all. In the first part of today's show, you'll hear um, some sleep-related facts and tips um, as we will mark our World Sleep Day today on the One Two Three Show. And uh, after two o'clock, it's time for the Agenda Cafe. And uh, this week, uh, Karen Cove and myself we're talking about dead bedroom and also the lack of sex in relationships uh, with our guest uh, Kristen Zeising, who's a clinical uh, psychologist and certified sex therapist, uh, who also works with both individuals and couples and we want to hear from you as well feel free to drop us an email the email address is 123show at rthk.hk that's 